Hey, this is Glenn. Welcome to another episode of Difficult Questions. This one, are you a good citizen? And this question is a follow-up to my first podcast episode about COVID mania. Because I've noticed something out there in the world in this past year and change. Um, The question of if you are a good citizen has been put out front in so many ways and so forcefully in the past year that it just blows me away. I grew up in, you know, I was a kid in through the 80s and uh, the Cold War was was really going and there was always this movie trope about how the Soviet Union was always concerned about their people being good citizens. Are you a good comrade, right? And there was always this other joke about letting me see your papers. You know, we have to see your papers. Do you have, do you have a right to be here? Do you have authority to be here? Do you have, are you in line with the government or the people or, and man, we're seeing that now in the U S which just blows me away. And I think, I think it, it also blows a lot of people of my generation away that grew up in the movie, grew up seeing the movies and that was them. You know, we're, we're better than them. That's the U S is all about freedom and we're all different and we all have different priorities, but we can all figure out a way to get, get along. And, uh, Man, this last year, I don't, I don't think it's, it's working too well. <laughs> I'd like to hear your input because what is a good citizen? Um, I would like to go through some of the, the things that we all circled around about citizenship and kind of go through that because you have this ideal and then you have a reality and everyone has the ideal or some people hold to the ideal, but everyone has a different reality. And I thought we kind of understood that in this country, that everyone's reality is a little different, but apparently we don't, (laughs) Uh, or we don't care anymore. We do not care, and it just kind of throws me. Um, So when I, I grew up very, as, as, as I told you, I needed to be a good citizen and that came from my grandfather and then that came from my mother and those two had an idea, sometimes a differing idea, but ideas of what a good citizen was. So I always tried to be the good citizen and as I went out into the world, I found out that people have different ideals and if you try to hold to both ideals, you can't necessarily be a good citizen to one and a, and a good citizen to the other. Um, one of the the perfect examples of this in my my actual life is, you know, I worked with the homeless, and at one point I found I ran into this this older woman that she moved in with her mother, and her mother passed away. She moved in with the mother to take care of her mother, and then her mother passed away, and that time that she spent with her mother, a few years in her 50s, 
made her, it made it difficult for her to get housing and afford housing coming out of that after her mother passed away. And I really connected with this person. So I thought, hey, I'm going to be a good citizen and this would be a great opportunity to get someone back into the fold. But the person I was living with at the time, it's like, what are you doing? You can't bring a homeless person home. Oh my gosh. Because she had this idea of what that homeless person brought into her home, whether that was true or not. I had done my due diligence and I knew that it was safe, but to the person I was with, that was not. So I had, there was this, well, am I a good citizen if if I help this homeless person by bringing them in and giving them stable housing? Or am I a good citizen if I support the, the I want to say fears, but I don't want to put it down, uh, the, the concerns if I, if I address the concerns of the person I was living with. And so, you know, we all live lives. And what I thought, was cool about the United States was that we recognized that. Now there are flare ups and there are people that this is, needs to be this way. And we're going to get into that. My um, priority that I found is no matter what I led with humanity. So whatever situation I was in, I found that I needed to lead with humanity with the person in front of my face at that time. And if I was a nice person, if I was kind, then I was a good citizen. So that's kind of my litmus test. What's your litmus test? We're going to go through four situations that we've all come across in this past year and change. Staying at home. That was the first thing, right? Staying at home. And... You just need to stay at home. You need to stay at home. Well, what do we do for work? What do we do for money? And for me, the logistics were, okay, I have to, I'm going to deliver food because there's food. Now, am I a bad citizen for going out and leaving my home? I don't know, but I need to make money. So I'm going out and I am making food deliveries and I'm earning enough to pay for my bills. So I don't have to skip on, on my bills. I still don't know how others made it work because it sounded like we were all going to die if we didn't have work and we all didn't die. It's a year and change later. So I don't know where the money came from. Uh, some stimulus from the government, but not a lot of stimulus. So where were people paying for stuff if they weren't working? So you have to stay home. You have to stay home. And if you don't stay home, you're a bad citizen. But now that things are opening back up and opportunities are there, the other side is saying, if you don't go get a job and if you stay on unemployment, you're a bad citizen. And we've heard that before, right? That's an older thing of unemployment equals bad citizen. If you're sucking off the government, you're a bad citizen. That's another ideal hard line without leading into humanity. So now we have this because of COVID, we've had stay at home and don't earn money or you're a bad citizen. And then the other side of that is now go to work. And if you are still saying on unemployment, even though there are jobs, you're a bad citizen. And we're just kind of going back and forth. It's crazy. Even the, the, the people that give news are kind of 
making these hard policy lines. And I just, I don't know where that gets us. And the first is masks, right? Oh my goodness, masks. So the idea is that we, ultimately, the idea we settled upon, the science that the science settled upon, is we want to block the stuff coming out of our face as much as we possibly can. Whether or not we have the virus or not, because we don't know if we have the virus, we could be a carrier and never show. The test could never have, um, the, the, it could be a false negative, whatever. We're just trying to block down variables, right? But we all have ideas of what those variables are. And I'm a person where if I don't believe it, I'm not going to do it. And that's throughout everything. And I, I, at the same time, the override is the person in front of me. How can I not make the person in front of me scared or afraid or whatever that is? How can I be kind to that person? So I'll do something that I don't really believe in or believe that's working. I'll think that maybe it's ridiculous to a certain extent. And then usually I just say, I'm out of here, but I can't remove myself from all of society. So at some point, those two lines had to go, go and fight themselves. Back to masks, 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 masks. So I ride a motorcycle. So I'm going out and fortunately I live alone. I, I have my landlady Rita and I see her once every two weeks. My goal was to not accidentally give her COVID because she's 85 and I don't want to kill my landlady. That's my goal, my whole life goal. Don't kill my landlady, right? So I live alone. I don't really have friends. I don't need to see friends. So I don't see anybody, but I see people that I'm delivering food to. And what do I do with masks? Well, the first time we had no masks were available. Right. And, or they were difficult to get and we were all hoarding them and <sighs> changing information about whether we should or what, what mask we should get. So I made a mask. Let me go get that mask. So I'm on a motorcycle. So I wear this all the time. I'm delivering food and this all the time. Now I can't use an ear mask because it's got to be somewhere. I got to put it somewhere. And an ear mask, I can't tear it off. And you know, I'm doing all this stuff every time I get off and on and I'm delivering. So it needs to fit around my neck. That's what my, that was my solution. Okay, it's got to fit around my neck. And we weren't be able to buy, able to, to buy any masks at that time. So I had some hair bands that I put together. And then I put this around my neck because we're talking about speed too. I'm a good citizen. I'm a good employee. I'm good at delivering. We need it as fast as possible. So I try and streamline it. So I pull my mask off or pull my helmet off and I'm riding, right? So this is the wind. It's not flopping in, in the wind, which was something that was a major priority for me. And then I could pull it up. And then I just had to make sure that the seams weren't showing, right? I mean, that worked for the first time. Okay, I figured it out. But these are my logistics. You don't ride a motorcycle. So these ear things, these they, they work for you. They don't work for me, right? And then I upgraded. After using that cloth mask, what I found is when I was delivering into a few restaurants, the smell 
of the restaurant would stay on my mask and it started to make me nauseous. So I thought, okay, I, I, I can't do cloth mask. I have to look for something else. So then I got this mask and it's a painter's mask. Which is fine. And then it comes around my neck so I could pull it off, pull it up. And fast. Also a nice thing, when someone walked by me, I could just put it up like this. It was quick. Because what I also found early on, I thought the helmet would be good enough as a mask. It's a barrier, it's a block. Nope. Policies, policies, policies. And that's the other thing that we ran into is rules. So many rules and then rules were just changing as we were trying to figure it out. But people were like, you gotta stick to the rules. Well, the rules keep changing. So, and we have to live our lives. So I used that mask and it didn't make me nauseous because it didn't, uh, didn't hold any of the smells from the restaurants. But now what I'm finding is there was a new dictate about uh, exit valves and that has an exit valve on it. And so I w went to Universal Studios and I had my mask on and they said, no, you have to wear, and they gave me one of those cloth masks and I thought, wait, okay, so I can't go get this food right now. You want me to take my mask off, no barrier, grab a mask from you and put it on? Yes. Why again can I wear this mask? And the, the security didn't even know. He said it's no, no filters, which didn't make any sense to me. And I look, had to look it up. And it's that, that no release valve. So just because I'm staying with the rules which make no sense to me. I'm taking my mask off in front of somebody to put on them another mask on that fits with the rules. And we do this all the time. I mean, I'm not going to go into other places with people, whether or not they have a mask. And now we have people that are eating in restaurants and they can take their mask off to eat, but other people with masks. And that just seems silly to me. I get it. People got to do it but it seems silly. With, with the, the seems silly, we have optics, right? It, if it looks like you're being a good citizen, if you're being caring, if you're wearing a mask, then that's good enough. And one of the things I saw, we'll just talk about the most extreme of optics, students in band with holes in their masks. Because Mental health matters, and these students needed to play. They started to lose their mind not being able to play. So how does a saxophone player play with these mask mandates? Well, we'll put a hole in the mask so they can play. Where's the barrier? <laughs> it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Again, I want to be a kind person. That's my, my directive, so I'll do that. But... I'm not a fan of these optics things. Because we lead with our suspicion, you now walk up on people, you go, oh, do I, do I, do I need to wear a mask? And I've always kind of, I've, I've always worn a mask. I, I wear a mask. I don't necessarily believe that I need to be wearing a mask, especially when I'm outside alone and no one's around me. I'm not doing it. But now, now okay, I'm going to come up to someone. I'm, I'll put a mask on. But I've had times where I meet people and I have a mask on and they look at me like, oh, are we going to do this mask thing? 
And my directive is to make the other person comfortable. So if they're no masking, I'm no masking. The last thing I want to talk about are the vaccine cards, right? So we have people showing their vaccine cards on social media like they're good citizens. And I just, health is a private matter. We fought really hard to make health a private matter. And I get why you're doing it. I get it makes you feel better. You feel part of the community. You feel like you're helping. I have no desire to let you know what my medical status is publicly. And it's really strange that we're now having these debates about people needing to show their, their, their medical state in order to be out in public because that's a slippery slope that has gone bad before. So we get into these, this stereotype of the authoritarian uh, dictator saying, let me see your papers or, you know, that, that kind of state saying only healthy people are allowed here. And these kind of healthy people, I get the public health matter. I get that it's COVID. I get, get that it's extra more spreadable than some other things. But I don't know about this showing of your medical history to people. And I especially don't get the look at me, I'm cool kind of stuff. Look, I'm a team player. Look what I got. Um, I guess if you're happy, but I don't know. I, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see it as people that are, I don't know. I don't know if people are happy or if they're just saying, look, I'm a good citizen, which I don't necessarily agree with. I don't know. When we first started this whole thing and people needing to uh, take care of, of, of society by staying indoors, and again, I, I've dealt with the homeless and we neglect homeless people. And I had a, a, a black homeless activist friend respond, what have you, when have you ever cared about me? Why should I ever care about you? And that's a point. <laughs> I mean, it's a point. Why do you get to choose that I get to care for you and you choose to never care for me because I feel left out in the cold? That's a, that, I think that's a fair point. Other people say, no, it's, we've now picked a priority. COVID is our priority. So you need to protect us from getting COVID. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. Uh, seems like arbitrary choices of priorities. So I'd like to hear what you think. What is a good citizen? Who is a good citizen? How do you tell who's a good citizen? I personally don't think peer pressure is a good citizen thing. I don't, I don't enjoy it and I walk away from it often. So this past year plus has been very difficult for me because when someone says, you need to be wearing a mask, I need to say, I usually just say, I'll see you later, take care. And uh, I haven't necessarily been able to do that much. So what are your thoughts? Thanks. 